DMC Podcast. Please note that the views shared in this podcast are not of intent to offend or harm our viewers, but to share an open dialogue between mates and hopefully even between multiple cultures. The views expressed are solely of the individuals and may require parental guidance, as the views shared in this podcast series are of adult nature and content. Hello world, welcome to Team Meaningful Conversations with Alex, your boy. <laughs> and uh, today we have got a special guest. But before we get to the special guest, before we introduce our special guest, I'd like to introduce my, uh, my cast. Uh, please welcome our co-host, Claire Faye Barnard. Clap hands for a run time. Clap hands for a run time. All right. Make some noise, make some noise, Hi, make everybody. some noise. Yeah, Claire, fresh off the heels from, um, from work right work. now. Work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, out there earning that money. You're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a modern day slavery for capitalism. There not really. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. I well, volunteered myself into slavery then because I was like, give me that job, basically. I hold them at ransom on the phone. And I was like, hi, do you have the job yet? Hi, do you have the job yet? Hi, do you have the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we also have Kieran, Kieran McCarthy, who is joining us for the first time. Clap hands, clap hands for Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> or grunt for Kieran. <laughs> uh, they are radically awesome, amazing, phenomenal people. Yeah. Hey, a bit the humble greetings. Yeah, yeah. Um, rocking up with the, the whole hipster Jesus look. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much. It's, it's real cool. And then uh, for our guest of honor, who comes all the way from a cave in Canada, uh, I want you guys to clap hands. And make some noise for the caveman, Christopher Michael Egarros. Did I say it correctly? Oh my God! The first, <laughs> the first guy, the first guy to get that name right. Roll yeah, the R. I, I props, props, respect, respect. I had to practice it for like a week. I was like, okay, Egarros, Egarros, Egarros. Egaros, that sounds good. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's how I do it. Brilliant. How's it going, guys? Christopher Michael Egaros is a stand-up comedian. He is an actor, a writer, a method actor, a voice actor, and he is the owner of a Facebook network uh, called Must See TV, right? Where they do um, anime, anime uh, movies and TV All series reviews. All the things, yeah. They've got amazing storylines. Um, uh, and as well, coming up in, I think, either the, the I think it's episode eight, where you guys are going to be doing the, the wrestling draft. draft. Uh, so it's August 18th is the debut of uh, HBW, Home Box Office Wrestling. wrestling it's yeah. our first attempt to do a fantasy booking wrestling promotion. So yeah. we're going to have two draft nights. We're going to have okay. one for the male superstars, and we're going to have draft night number two a little bit later on for the female uh, wrestlers. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, and we were talking about it the other day, actually. But before I get into this, right, actually, I would like to tell the story of how we met, uh, which, is, which is really no, cool. No, you can't uh, do think... that. <clears throat> okay, Claire, we're going to mute your mic just for a minute. <laughs> 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 I see how it is. Yeah. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, caveman, do you, do you remember back in the day when people like women would actually speak when spoken to? Ah, oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> that, was, that was such a great time, I tell you. That's such a great time, I tell you. Yeah, dude, it was like, yeah, you like, <laughs> if it is that they got too mouthy, you just clap them over the head and drag them back into the cave. Yeah, what, like by the hair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that cartoon that yeah. depicted that? Like, there was a, definitely a cartoon that uh, the depicted Flintstones. that. Uh, Futurama and Flintstones, oh. probably. But I remember Futurama had, you know, Snoo Snoo. Yeah. So it was the guys, uh, I think it was the big men. Yeah. I know if there was a big <laughs> woman who were yeah. Snoo Snoo with the, yeah, yeah. with the younger, yeah, the guys who landed on the planet there. But I remember from yeah. Futurama. Oh, well, I never got to watch Futurama. Because, like, I, I never got to watch TV as a kid. I, like, it just it didn't happen that often. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. This is a travesty know, right? of the highest order. Yeah. I know, sad, sad, sad childhood, sad childhood. But I would like to share the story of how we met because I was actually promoting uh, the podcast on a, a bunch of different groups on Facebook. And um, I think there was um, a status that the caveman put up on one of the groups. And uh, I think I shared my podcast on there and uh, Caveman had to listen to it and he was like, this is really good. Um, I want to like, just contact you. Which just podcast was that, by the way? Things. We go live five to six days a week. So pinpointing an episode, what's that? it's like it's impossible for me. I yeah. think it was an episode of The Captain's Chair where I was just wrapping up The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina season three. And he kind of linked a episode on one of my uh, episodes. So he commented the link and I thought yeah. it was just spam and I yeah. went to it and actually it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So yeah. I reached out to him. Yeah. I'm glad nice. that she did. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. And like when he reached out to me, like we had a conversation and um, like what I can appreciate from, from our conversation is that not only did did we have a conversation about the podcast, but he also shared some advice. Um, he shared some of his experiences and um, like it came from a place of like genuine concern and, and genuine, um, like, like, gen like genuinely wanting to like, you know, give advice for us to help. do better. You know, and how, yeah, yeah dude. And then, Brilliant. and um, yes, like a, a lot of it, I, I, I hold to my heart to this day. And uh, I was like, dude, we need to, we need to have you on. We need to collaborate. We need to make sure that at least like some of your wisdom is actually put out there because you would be perfect for this podcast. <laughs> so, Mom, get in here! Somebody said I have wisdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, don't Good take it for off. you, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so, so yeah. Welcome to the show. Um, you're gonna Thank feel you. right at home here. You're gonna feel right at home. Uh, so yeah, we had a conversation about this, right? Um, I would like, I would like for you to actually share us, like, share with us what you do on Musty TV for the audience that doesn't know. Uh, yeah, sure. So. My little buddy, my fuzzy buddy explained, I own and run a live entertainment broadcast network on Facebook called the Must See TV Broadcast Network, where essentially it's like a television network on Facebook where you can find movie reviews, TV show reviews, 
after shows. Well, we go live five to six days a week. So we do movie reviews after shows. Uh, we do audio narrative series where I take most of my spec scripts and I give an audio narration to them. We're in the middle of one right now. It's uh, Storytime Season 3 Remastered. Pokemon Ash's Tale, rated 14+. plus. It's about a hypothetical uh, what would happen if Ash had its final journey into the future. It's very much adult, and it was something that I written. It was one of my first scripts I've ever written uh, about, like, eight years ago. Um, we have that. We have uh, something I just mentioned a little while ago called the Captain's Chair. It is a what-if scenario. What would what would happen if I was in charge of blank? Either it could be a movie franchise or a television series franchise. And right now we're in the middle. We're in the last season of my version of uh, Chilling Adventures <laughs> of Sabrina. We're on to season four, the last season. It's called The Year of the Wiccan. Uh, it is very, very, actually very, very cool. Uh, it's only, always interesting when I do this kind of stuff because actually I have it in my head what it's supposed to look like, and then I just get into it, and the story says, you're going to go this way instead of that way. So it's it, it's really, really interesting. So we have that. We have shows that cycle out in and out all the time, just like Final Countdown, Top 10. Uh, it is a top 10 show. That's where we count down the top 10 of The Caveman or one of our freelancers' favorite movies. It could be a TV show, uh, something like that. We have our premiere shows once a month, which uh, one is called The Music Lounge, where we focus on music albums. We have The Page. That's our book club. Uh, we have our Magic the Gathering show called Planeswalking the Multiverse, which myself and... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Here, here is a too. huge Magic of the Gathering fan. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Catcher, aka uh, the Magic Historian, comes on and we talk about like lore of Magic the Gathering. Uh, last episode, we talked oh, about fantastic. Jace, uh, the Planeswalker, the Charlie Brown of the Magic the Gathering universe. It was really good, and we have so much more. We have so much more. We're always adding, and of course, uh, August eighteenth. Where, where we have HBW premiering our draft night, so that's going to be pretty fun. So, yeah, we have that, that and more. Incredible. That's just a sample because we, we have so, so much more that we're always adding all the time. What I like about Chris, I, I love the way you move. I love the way you shake and bake. I love the way you do your thing because, um, yeah. like, you, you're versatile in, in how you present your show. And uh, I'm not too sure yeah. if, if anybody else would, would be able to notice this, but... From like, because you go live on Facebook and you from like you go live ten yeah. minutes before the show actually starts, and we actually see you walking in, sitting down, and then immediately engaging with the people. So not many people would yeah. actually realize that you might you might be blind, because you actually get around like you can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the great thing. Like I, yeah. I sh people fall over when I, when I'm, I reveal you're you're blind. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Very much blind. I, I have 35% vision left. I have 35% uh, vision left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually called RP Rectum Pigmentosis. Um, so it, it, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of gruesome when I describe it. And, 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 and I, I don't want any people to feel down. It's just how the yeah. disease works. So, um, 
it affects the optic nerve. So what happens over time, and this is a little bit hideous and gross and disgusting, but as over time, it little bit of it would flake off. So technically, I was supposed That's to be blind. Cheese. Yeah. So okay. uh, it, I was supposed to be blind at age. This is giving me my it away, but my age thirty. So and I can still see, right? So um, that's that's pretty good. But that's how RP works. It affects the optic nerve, and as you grow up, your it it kind of files away like cheese. Okay. Yeah. So like, and, uh, did I, you mind the sheath just not fully develop? No, it's hereditary. It's hereditary. It comes from my papu, my uh, uncle, not my uncle, but my grandfather. So my son's not going to have it, but my great grandson's going to have it. So. Uh, it just, yeah, it, it just, it's so like, intact. It would skip a generation pretty much. So like, in other yeah, words, it, like it, it would it, be like yeah. the host, the carrier, the host, the carrier. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, if that's a politically correct way to say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't want to like offend anybody. With, with how yeah. I but people get freaked the out when they watch the, when they watch the shows. Right. And they're like, you're blind. I Okay, I, I need a drink. <laughs> so it's, well, it's it's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty it's pretty cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions because when I'm look say I'm taking a look at a movie, right? So yeah. we're looking at the Northmen tonight, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm going over my mm. review with people and what I thought. Uh, one of the favorite favorite moments I liked about this movie is about the lighting and how. Uh, they were able to use the fire to to make to dance around the the actors' faces, and it was great. And when I describe it to my mom or somebody, it's like, "You're fucking blind. How do you? I I, I don't know how this works." <laughs> so yeah, it's I, I it's, just, it's, it's really bit. funny. <laughs> yeah, see, thirty five percent. Well, what, what, what my brain actually does, <laughs> what my brain actually does, it actually, uh, I'm watching a movie, so if it's too dark or there's not enough context to what's yeah. going on in the scene, my brain actually scans it in in my head, and this shades in the parts that I'm missing. All right. Well, that's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Like um, cool. I, I I think so like that's something that's in like the picture that you can't see. Yeah. Or, or like fills in the picture, or fills in the colors, or. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I I know yeah, that it does be, indeed. There'll be those type of tests that people would actually put up on TikTok or or, or social media where they put like a like a like a, a, a black and white photo, and then afterwards they'll they'll put, they'll put a dot in the center of the picture. And then they'll tell you to focus yeah. on that dot, and then obviously it goes into a negative, and then it goes back into black yeah. and white, but then you see it in color. So yeah. like it's yeah. So well, yeah. well, I'm 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 glad that TikTok taught me something. I don't even have TikTok. <laughs> you I need watch to learn all the something. reels on Instagram a week later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, shame on you. Well, <laughs> get TikTok. I don't support uh, Chinese governments. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, okay, so, so you're gonna support you're gonna support uh, the government that that encrypts your data and then sells it. 
They're not allowed to, according to the Poppy Act. Um, yeah, well, they don't really follow it. They don't give a shit about it. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They're like, we're going to sell your information. Yeah, yeah. We don't care who or what yeah. stands in our way. Yeah. yeah. We, we need, we... That's why that's why I get calls from random people, uh, t telemarketers. Yeah, yeah, and same, yeah. uh, I didn't give my phone number to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the service providers have sold <laughs> those numbers to those people you know what i yeah. do if those people call me because i don't have true callers yeah. so they call me and i tell them to fuck off <laughs> yeah. no but like they're just doing their job dude like you know what i tell them i'm like listen i've, I've yeah. already gotten your product a week ago already like the person that <laughs> called me before you he's the one that got me to to join up to join to sign up with you so i mean you don't I have to sign up yeah, I already have insurance from you, so don't worry about it. I'm, Why I'm do all these yeah. colors, colors sound Caribbean? You get all the, like, for yeah. me, I get yeah. these telemarketers, and they all sound Caribbean, and they all sound like the same fucking person. And <laughs> I'm like, it... where are you pulling these people? You know, I think I think it's because, I think also um, in South like, Africa, in first like world Indian. countries. No, but, like, in first world countries, they outsource those type of jobs because... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah do. Because they like they, they can't like the people in within those countries wouldn't really be tempted to actually go for those jobs because of the amount that they have to pay, or like oh, the amount they that they make. Pay. Yeah, and it's also yeah. cheaper to do it overseas, etc. Yeah. it's cheaper to do yeah. it overseas. That's why, for example, um, Dell actually uses um, Indian support, so majority of the calls go through to India for, for just say for South African or other international yeah. calls go through to India because they're cheaper in outsourcing with regards to support and they're efficient and effective. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to no. like South Africa that is not. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because over here we, we have to create jobs. We have to wait a while for. Yeah, because I think in South Africa Hello? it's all about right. job creation you, you, because, uh, okay. because, um, yeah, because uh, we have the because, most amounts of unemployment, I think, in the world. Yeah, I wouldn't say the the highest, but it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty high. It's high. massive. I mean, like well, we have the like, highest yeah, amount of grant given per taxpayer. All those lions yeah. are eating mm. it up. You know, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta, you all gotta, you gotta save them for all that wildlife. Yeah, <laughs> that you don't yeah, you have. Do. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe in South Africa you don't have lions. You told no, we me you have lions roaming the street. Oh, like, yeah. No, they're, they're not roaming the streets. Yeah, we do. You mean they're movies yeah, no. lie to me? Yeah. How but, but, dare but the, these movies no, lie but, to me? But, but, yeah, but, but, but like, you got to understand, it's movies. That, that, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, okay, look, 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 you, you, look caveman, look, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't watch Tarzan and be like, oh, yeah, that's probably how they get around in Africa. No, okay. We, we, we... Yeah, because that's set <laughs> like in the Amazon, okay? You don't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah that's not set in the Amazon. It's in yeah. Africa. Tarzan is in Africa. It's the Amazon is not in Africa. Yeah. You're lying to me. Tarzan is in Africa. Wait, it's you, in Brazil. You don't get apes. No, you don't, no, no, you don't get apes in Africa. You don't get apes in, in the jungle. And he's king of the jungle. And what, monkeys live Tarzan. everywhere? Monkeys live in places. No, 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 no. no. I think you think okay, I'm using Simba. Simba's king. No, 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 no. Where I come from, under, there's a jungle. You're an educated man. It's <laughs> a fate no, of The Congo, the Congo, the Congo forest, no, the Congo river forest 
is the left considered the left lung of the world all right when it when most of it got chopped down like people considered that like yeah people people considered that yeah. as like the world losing a left lung because that's where like the majority of the oxygen came from and like okay take it from me right because I, I like okay i didn't grow up like I, I left the congo when i was three right but i remember like being in the city right and like we'd travel from one part of the, of the city to the next part of the city and there'll be, I, I, there'll be I like civilization coming back it's awesome <laughs> there'll be like civilization going on right in the city and as you're driving to the next part of the city then all of a sudden boom you're in the forest like all of a sudden just out the blue like you're fucking in the forest okay it's like you know like you're in the city like it's like it, i wouldn't say Joburg, but let's say nelspray and then all of a sudden boom you're in like gears of the sun like mighty joe type of forest yeah. and then you go past that shit to the next part of the city and then that, that like then you back into civilization again so yeah. like that's how it yeah. was. Yeah, I understand. So yeah. Tarzan was based on it's that. It's like, so, like Nelspreet's in Savannah, yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say Nelspreet is Savannah. So, like Nelspreet is a tropical area. So so like Nelspreet is as close to a tropical jungle as you will get in Africa, in South Africa, no. not in South Africa, in South. No, it is. There's so much like no the low fields. Dude, no the low. So that's why it's called fault, the low no, dude, it's, it's called, called the low, low field because, yeah, it's, because it's a low field. No, it's, it's yeah, okay, tropical, yeah, okay, dude. we've got some tropical like weather, but we don't have like any fucking forests here. We do. Not like, in the city. Dude, Claire, Wait, have take you me actually there. looked? <laughs> just look around you. That's all you gotta do. You gotta just <laughs> look around you. I'm like, like, oh, yeah, so so I can look around. Claire, unsquint your eyes. No, not you, you, fan. You, you racist <laughs> bastard. You racist bastard. <laughs> no, she's you not Chinese. You discriminatory racist no, bastard. Uh, 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 it's okay, around. I'm black. Yeah, look uh, around. I, I, yeah. I, 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 hey, it's okay, hey, I'm Trey, black. Chris. Look it's around. okay. It's okay. I'm, 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 like in the first world country. I'm a minority. I would be considered I'm, I'm a minority. Not. Yeah. So, yeah. so Manu, I mean, like from one yeah. minority to another minority. I mean, could it really be discriminative? I mean, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't. Yes, be... it could. <laughs> yes, it could. I'm gonna come over there and show you how discriminatory I could be. I'm gonna take my cat, shine <laughs> it up. And you are, yeah. you know the rock, and you know what the rock says. I'm gonna do what the rock says. What the rock is cooking. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. <laughs> dude, I was a That's huge horrible. wrestling fan as a kid, dude. Uh, that, that, was the worst. I loved that was the worst. No, but, but that, that was, was, that was like the worst. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard of every anybody. Okay. Okay, wait. Like, like I'm gonna sidetrack for a little bit, right? Because sure, I want to get your opinion. you, Alex. No, hold. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You don't have to put me on blast, girl. Come on, make me look good, girl. Damn. <laughs> I, like I want to get Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm your best friend, so I got to tell you the truth. Yeah. Well, you suck. Like, not always. Okay. <laughs> like, 
That's 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 what best friends do. They tell you they're brutally yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, and you're best friends with me, and yeah. you yeah, know but, me. But, I just but, don't but, hold but, anything but, back. But but Claire's brutally mean, dude. Like ethically mean, dude. Well, that's honest, yeah, dude. I, I like her. Like, be brutally mean I'll and honest to keep being mean. And tell me a lie. <laughs> no, but I will never lie. But I'm just gonna be so blunt. It's almost gonna be mean. Well, so blunt that it might actually be sharp enough to stab you in the back. With <laughs> no, I'm just joking. 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 With a rusty knife. No, I don't stab people in the back. I stab people in the front, where their heart is nearer. (laughs) Ooh! Wow! Jeez! Well, you had you had some time to think about this, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) What knife? What kind of knife, Claire? What kind of knife would it be? What kind of knife? Uh, I don't know, like a machete. What did they use in like machete? Yeah, switchblade. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. A two-handed sword. Dude, a machete would have been. That's a painful. Painful death, a painful slow death. Yeah, machete is so, fucking painful. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, been hit by a machete? A pain- I haven't, but I know it's painful as fuck. I, I no. think I'll, um, I got, watch a like, lot of uh, Friday the 13 films and then you'll see yeah. uh, machete kills. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was younger and like, I don't know why or what for, but I once got chased by a guy with a machete. But like, it was like he was chasing like a whole bunch of people. Like it was like in the hood, like in the hood, hood. Like, and he was like, he was just like, it was just like a crazy guy, right? Who just like, who had an episode. But obviously, it's in, it's in the hood. Nobody, oh, yeah, nobody, yeah, cares. Just, yeah, nobody cares about the yeah. crazy guy in the hood, right? Like, they're not going to get him into help. <laughs> so he was just like, I don't know what, what happened, but he got paranoid about something. And he was like, everybody's an enemy. So he was just like running through the hood. Like, just chasing oh, people with a machete, dude. And I was over there, like, holy shit, dude. And then, like, my oh, brother, God. like, was with me. And he was like, dude, run. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Then he left. Like, I just saw him, like, <laughs> and, like, he was gone. And then it was just me. <laughs> the, the Bolton, and it was yeah. just me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. The and then it was just me. Yeah. And I was, like, six run, years old. Somebody and I was said, like, run, you run. You get the fuck out yeah. of there. When someone said, yeah, run, was, you run. Yeah, oh, God, I was like yeah, six years yeah, old, yeah, yeah. so I was like... Don't yeah. say, don't, don't say, wait a minute, what's going on? You fuck. When someone yeah. says, dude, yeah. run, Just you fucking run. run. When someone says run, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll, I was six years old, so I couldn't... I did, I did, Especially if I, your brother tells you to run. Yeah, I was six well, years old. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't develop like the fight Like, if your brother tells flight. you to run and immediately runs afterwards, then I think that's a pretty good cue yeah, for you to run yeah. as well. Dude, yeah. okay, guys, let me explain that. I was six years old. I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand the concept of fight or flight, okay? I, I, you I didn't not, you're have that concept. I only understood questions. Six years old. I, I, I you should have understood yeah. it when you... You're in Africa. How do you not understand yeah. that? I was I was You're a pretty Africa, dumb kid. Dude. I was a, I was I was I Everybody was a pretty dumb kid. Everybody understands at sex to run or fear fl- like <laughs> life or flight. Everybody understands that. You're they understand it from experience. There. I, I, I mean, you're just telling the story though. You're just telling yeah, the story yeah. of some your brother saying run and you're like, why? No, yeah, but and you're like, just like, there why? like, what's why? like on, explain it to me, bro- brother. No, 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 but like, okay, so anyways, he ran, and then, then like, I was just the only one left, so then I just ran, right? And this guy was catching up, right? But I figured, like, yeah, at that age, Yeah, but what would age, happen I... if you ran Holy with shit. him? 
Can I finish the story, Caveman? Shame. Can okay. I? Yeah, yeah okay. finish the story. Thank yeah. you. So I realized that the only the only thing that I needed to do was to make sure that like I outrun like somebody else or like I, I had to put down a sacrificial lamb. So I tripped some kid. <laughs> And then, like, he stayed back, and then I just, <laughs> I just carried on going. I was successful. It, it, okay, I knew. Okay, look, it's it was, like, it was a panger. Yeah, survival of the fittest. Survival smart, of the fittest. That actually was smart. I, I, yeah, this I had guy's to. Good. I this had kid's to figure, gonna get gut like a fish, not me. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, but he didn't get gut like a fish. Okay, I should let you guys know. Okay, he was okay. Everything was okay. fine. Wow. He, he ran past him. It's all good. But I was safe. And I was good enough. I, I was safe enough to get into the, into the gate. Yeah, I was safe enough to get into the gate, close it up after me, and then, like, he just carried on running after other people. So, yeah, dude. So th That's hating. That's th th crazy. That was, crazy. That was my experience. So, the, do you know what happened to him? Yeah, what happened the, to him? I've got yeah. no clue, dude. To the cr crazed machete uh, running. I've got no clue. Did he uh, die? Okay. What? Probably have to do some research I, I on know, it. Like, there was... I'm sure he probably got shot or tasered or something. Uh, there was at, at some point, right? Um, like where he like, mm. like he tried he tried to beat up some dude that tried to molest him or something like that, or, or, or yeah, yeah, take advantage of him. Wow, oh, yeah. romantic. So uh, like I, I know that yeah. Oh shit. So I think like yeah, but that one was ju that, that, that's justifiable because like he, he oh he yeah. got you know he got forced upon. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, so I don't know what happened to him after that, you know, but yeah, dude, so yeah, like last time I heard about it, yeah, but anyways, uh, back to the podcast, we, we digress hectically from it, yeah, moving uh, on. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask Caveman, okay, the origin story of the caveman, right? How did yeah. it come about? Uh, yeah, sure, um. How, how how did it come about? How did you go to implementing it into the into what you do with on my CTV network and implement it so so successfully that it was received well? Right, uh, sure. So uh, this happened probably um, two thousand, uh, probably in two thousand and fourteen, two thousand fifteen, right before we st actually started uh, a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. <clears throat> My phone kept, uh, every time it would message somebody, it would message in monotone, right? So, uh, it, like, instead of, like, here, um, can you be here at this time? It would say, here, can you hear at this time? It would, it would do weird stuff like this. Uh, and one day, one day, my friend says, well, what are you, a caveman? Um, and then I was, I, I just took it from there. I'm like, what about if I, if I actually make a character called the caveman? Um, and, uh, the origin story of him, he was born over four, 5,000 years ago in Lithuania. So Lithuania now called, now called Lithuania was something, it was called something a long time ago. Um, and he, and he actually, um was forging for food but the thing is he's five foot two and everything else was bigger than that so he got frozen in a cave for that long and he was actually unfrozen in 
1804. Uh, he slowly got uh, got learned. He learned the language of the English um, slowly, and then he made his way to Canada in 1906 on a wooden sailboat with a 400-pound sailor named Mitch and his pet spider monkey named Baru. Where did Baru come from? uh, Like, did he get frozen with the caveman? No, no. Where did Mitch come from? (laughs) No. They met. They met. Um, Baru? Baru came about because it it was... so random, right? Like a 400-pound sailor named Mitch and a pet spider monkey named Baru. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, it, it, so I just <laughs> added that into the elements. Um, and yeah. yeah, that's that's how the caveman came to be, and that's his origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is incredibly creative. Does anyone else have, like, an alter ego slash, like, character that they normally, like, refer themselves to, like, especially in gaming or in RPGs? Yes. On the network, I demand everybody to have a pseudonym, which is a nickname. Uh, we do this to protect everyone um, because this is not this is not mm. a thing where just one people one person is watching. This is getting a massive amount of attention now. We're always growing... Uh, leaps and bounds uh, uh, with every week, with every month. We're seeing tremendous growth. This year, this year, this year could go fuck itself, but um, just because that, I, just, <laughs> I got sick four times in a row by people not choosing to wear masks, but yeah, uh, we're seeing massive amounts of growth, and because we're seeing immense amounts of growth, uh, I knew early on I wanted... Uh, some people that not particularly working in entertainment to have a pseudonym so they don't get accosted by people. You know, if you don't know yeah. who my co-host's mm. name is, you can't uh, seek them out, right? So we have our office yeah. crew, so our lead personality, his name is Zach Guy. He doesn't work in entertainment. Uh, we have yeah. our senior producer. Her name is Salt, and she she doesn't work in entertainment either but they're they're two of my best 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 friends like both of them are my basically my right arm um we have uh other personalities that do work in entertainment and they also have uh pseudonyms if they wish if you don't uh then that's no problem but it's highly recommended to you to have a nickname it's it's highly recommended so yeah but, but they don't like, have uh, characters like me. I'm the only one that has like a true, uh, true character. Or no, I, I I'll roll that back. Um, we do have a a co-host. Um, his name is Tyson Brighton, aka my son. And when he jumped on, he jumped on board. He said, uh, "My name uh, is your son, because I want to be your son." in 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 uh, in story right so oh. the story is uh oh. i i i had sex with courtney cox when she was underage <laughs> <laughs> all right in in the 90s i didn't know i didn't know she didn't tell me we got married and no we one had told sex me in, in the in the in the in in we we had a, we had a rendezvous uh, and and after after you know, the honeymoon, I left. I ran. 
Iran, and yeah. she she gave birth a couple months later, and that's now uh, Tyson Brenton, aka my son. So we have fun with that. We have fun. But but you mentioned that like you you would have to have uh, your 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 co-hosts um, and the people that you work with have nicknames. Yeah. Uh, to introduce like when they introduce themselves on the show. Yeah. Has there ever has there ever been anything like past experiences that has led to like a compromise a compromise in their safety or uh, like has there ever been any death threats? Like has it ever gone so far that like their lives have have been addressed? Why would they need to have nicknames? Um. Or or would it be like online bullying? Uh, no, would be the, it's the course of it. It's just to keep everyone safe and to not have that happen. So for instance, that guy, he goes to school, you know, he's just a regular person. He's a regular person, man, you know, and, and I love him. He's one of my best friends. I don't want him to get accosted online or somebody come up to him randomly and say, oh, you said this on this show. Well, I, don't, I don't want that. So these people need to be uh, protected at all costs. And the highest priority for me is is doing that. So they came in a long time ago and they came in uh, with nicknames. So with synonyms. No, so you, you were looking into the future. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's understandable. Yeah. That is understandable. Yeah, that, 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 that they don't work sense. in entertainment. From now on, they, you, got, mean, you, guys, you, guys, you guys are all getting nicknames. All of you. Yeah. Yeah, all of you. <laughs> I already have a nickname. Bay Flower. I already have my alter ego. Hmm? No, Faith no, Flower. it's not Bay Flower. That's just... That's <laughs> just... Yeah, for the normal people. Uh, I do have okay. a gaming nickname. Uh, oh, yes. Fade, from Discord. Fade to black. Yeah. yeah fade yeah, to black. Fade. <laughs> yeah. And we've got Kiki. So yeah. that's perfect. Kiki Mac. Return of the Mac. Yeah, that's that. That is. Yeah. So Kiki. Yeah. So Kiki Mac is actually my YouTube channel. And Kiki Mac is. Well, I. There was. Someone really special to me that called me Kiki, so I decided to change, choose the nickname Kiki. Yeah. So if people couldn't pronounce Kieran. my name Kieran, I'll say, well, you can just Irish. call me. Yeah, or they can just say Kiki. All right, I'm, it I'm is part Irish. Irish. Yeah. I'm half part Irish. Irish my, uh... good, Top of the morning, too. How are you? That's the reason why I can say Ireland <laughs> so well. Like, they, uh, yeah, yeah, Ireland. Like, Ireland, when, when yeah. I say that, it's like, are you, are you Irish? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a quarter Irish, though. So, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, we were like, okay, so myself and Caveman were having this debate debate earlier on today. And uh it's a it's a debate about content creators versus what we do. And uh like the one thing that I can respect about the craft that of, of the caveman is that um not only not only does he respect the art, not only not only does he take it seriously, but he values um he values um the art form and he values hard work put into the art form and um uh, what what you he looks down on content creators <laughs> incredibly so and, and i i to to to, to, to a certain extent <laughs> to, a certain, to a certain extent i do too because i can see money hungry people a mile away <clears throat> and people that that, that use clout mm. or to gain attention because they, they, they've realized that attention is now a commodity that they can take advantage of. And that is something that yeah. I, I fucking yeah. hate the Logan Absolutely. Brothers for. I hate them for it because 
they're not they're not using the, the platform that they are that they that they have to build a genuine connection with people. They're using it as a form of commodity, yeah. right? And uh, correct, you know, like the, the, I mentioned earlier on, because uh, we, we had a debate about uh, YouTube creators who are able to create. I'm gonna say content, quote unquote, even though you hate it. I'm gonna say content. Uh, uh, I, I, think, I think uh, <laughs> if if I could stop you because people are just uh, listening to this, I I just feel it's important to create uh, to make context out of that. So <clears throat> okay, when we when I say when 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 you when when you when you tell uh, as uh, ha- hear the word content creators, it is a term used by YouTube and YouTube bastardization. What that means? That means not what you think that means. Okay, that yeah. it, it's used by YouTube as uh, for YouTubers to 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 make them feel in, important, and to an extent that is when I say content creation, that that sounds important. Um, but a content creator, to me, what a content creator is, someone who uh, is not experienced. Now, am I saying? Uh, you can't be successful while being a content creator. Absolutely not. There's been tons of examples. But what I'm saying yeah. is a content creator is a amateur. A content creator yeah. has to be on 30 million different platforms to stay relevant. They don't yeah. they don't uh, they go to the audience. And the big difference between me, an entertainer, and them is we make the audience come to us. So, for instance, I'm on Facebook. I'm always going to be on Facebook until my audience says otherwise. Until I get something saying, we would like you to be on Apple Apple Podcasts. Until that happens, I will remain on Facebook and my Facebook, the the network, right? Not Mm -hmm. before. Not before, yeah. right? So no, that's, but, but that that's, makes sense. I think that's important. And, of course. And I completely agree with you, and that makes complete sense. And I'm not taking the fact away that I'm not taking the facts away that uh, a content creator can be successful. Um, because we've seen that the Paul brothers gain yeah. a lot of money and traction from this with very little, very little talent being being involved there. But but um look. What I wanted to to highlight is that um, there are some content creators that are they, they respect the art and they do what they feel like they, they need to do in, in terms of like expressing themselves without compromising who they are. And uh, it took for us, right? Because we started off this podcast uh, yeah. very very early, and uh, we started off with just me and Claire figuring things out. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we got to a point whereby we were able to figure things out and and come up with. Um, a, 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 a model, a business model, as well as a, a program model that, that actually worked and that we felt comfortable with and that we were able to include people in. And, um, and when, when, you, when you watch it, when you watch the show, you genuinely feel like you're part of the conversation whereby yeah. you, know, you feel involved. And it's like a podcast. It's like a proper pod- podcast. We know nothing yeah. about about being on a podcast we know nothing about editing but we learned as we went along 
and we were able to learn <clears throat> from different aspects of life and different aspects of social media. And um, the only difference is that uh, you've been in the game for quite some time. Yeah. You are a reputable actor. You are, you, you've, you've had some time in the business to, to realize who you are, who your audience is, and where they come from, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it took you a while to get there. But you had to go through all the processes for you to figure out, okay, this is for me now. Yeah. And this is, this is where I feel comfortable. And this is where my audience is. This is where I'm appreciated. And this is where I'm able to, like, make a connection with people. Mm -hmm. Whereby for us, we're completely new to this. And we have to first build an audience. <laughs> yeah. And, but I feel also like we're still finding our feet yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, of course, of course, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, that goes without saying. Um, but like, we had to build an audience because we we're unknown to the to the public, and where where the audience is right now is on YouTube. But I'm not speaking uh, uh, in terms of ourselves, but I'm speaking in terms of like other YouTubers that I've seen on the platform who have created artistic artistic uh, content in a sense uh, or artistic programming uh, I just mentioned earlier on Johnny Harris who um, who, who creates his, he, he creates these amazing videos with such captivating storylines you know he's able like uh, he, he Johnny Harris worked for Vox before it is that he, he created his own channel he moved away from Vox and he created his own channel but like when he did borders and when he did his own channel, like he spoke about two different things, but those two different things that he would speak about were so captivating that you would just want to listen and watch the whole thing from beginning to end. Mm. You know, um, I remember watching an episode of Borders, my first ever introduction to Johnny Harris, and it was uh, he was speaking about uh, Colombia and what is what is happening in Colombia, not Colombia, uh, Venezuela, and he started off by. He, he first, like, he went over to, to Venezuela and he actually showed up there. He, he, he first set up his camera at the border of uh, Venezuela and he, like, he, he set out a drone and he said, this is Venezuela. And he showed Venezuela, like, the impact of what's happening in Venezuela and he explained it fully throughout the video, which was captivating. It just drew you in. So um, you could see that he, he, he's, a, he's a person who... who, who who had a love for the craft of what he did yeah. before he got into YouTube, you know? You could see that he had, like, experience in, in, in this before he did Vox, right? Mm -hmm. And um, in one of the videos that he did, he actually said that he had absolutely no experience whatsoever. He, he learned off the internet, and then he sent um, a video, like a, a, like a, like a, like a introduction, an introductory video to Vox to say, like, this is what I can do. Um, please can you have me on, on your show or please can you have me do something for you guys and they were like yeah you've got some skill we'll let you do it there are gifted people out there on, on, on the tube who are able to, to respect the craft well enough to actually like you know care about what they do and present it well enough which is what I wanted to get across but, but please share, share, share what's on your mind um I, I do think there is uh, there is a lot of people on YouTube that have crossed over into 
from being a YouTuber and content creator, from being an entertainer and a performer. Uh, channels like um, uh, The Command Zone, Game Night, those people have been working in Hollywood for a long, long time. Um, uh, channels like Geek and Sundry, uh, they have voice actors and actors and writers and all that kind of stuff. Um, Mike Hatcher, um, the magic historian, he he is an entertainer. He's he is a true he's a true blown uh, performer, and he's just hilarious in what he does. Um, so I act I I do agree. There's people out there that uh, that respect the craft and just um, uh, uh, they have that ability to cross over. Forward, yeah crossover into yeah. being like a performer and a true blue entertainer but there the, the problem with with youtube is youtube has created this false door uh into the into a world that's never been supposed to be open and because of that you have a lot of youtubers now uh being going through depression, mental anxiety. We actually had a couple of deaths yeah. in the YouTube world. A couple. Of... Explain yourself. Huh? Oh. Like explain like exactly what you mean. Oh, uh, like how is how is YouTube created this? The full store uh, narrative is, is is all due to. Let me let me just stop going into entertainment mode and just try to put this into pro because I do this all the time. And people are like like yeah. like you have yeah. to talk in English. All right, so uh, let's just say you like a sport, okay? You uh, like mm -hmm. soccer or hockey, right? Or uh, tennis, right? And you play with your friends. That's fine. You can play with your friends, and that's good. You could have a couple good games. That doesn't mean you're ready to go to a major league. You can't. Because you're not mm. trained, you're not. Your body isn't acclimated. You're going to yeah. destroy your okay. body, yeah. right? Yeah. You're going to destroy your body. Yeah. And same thing with being an entertainer, right? There, when you go on, when you either go on a podcast or a show, you're using massive amounts of energy that you don't know you're using, right? You have no idea yeah. you're using that energy. Yeah. Right. Time, energy. But when you yeah. stop, say if you stop, if you go out, if you stop that show, your body will take a massive, massive hit. Your body will crash and your body will f say, oh, that's so good. I need to do it again and I need to do it again and I need to do it again. And your brain is like, no, no, you're not, you're not ready for yeah. it. You're, you have to build up to that. And YouTubers feel like, oh, I have to do it again. I have to do it again. They go, they go, they go, they go. Not realizing this is taking a massive, massive toll on their body, thus creating mental anxiety, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're getting all that positive feedback. You're seeing your numbers go up. You're seeing, you know, a thousand, two thousand. You have a hundred thousand. You have a million. You have five, oh, five million subscribers. And they don't realize, dude, that's just a number. You are not defined by a number. But these YouTubers, most of these YouTubers, yeah. are defined by the number across. They, 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 their personality is okay. now 
the the notifications they get their they their their life is built on these comments their positive comments bad comments yeah. dark comments comments like oh you you should fucking stop your youtube channel you should and and that's what i mean about this false store it is a false store it's not into the world that they mm. want or should should be open to the spotlight that's on them is a false spotlight but they think it is a real spotlight they think they're getting real fame and that is dangerous because those regular people are not meant for the spotlight and aren't meant for fame and when that happens when that crash happens when their body crashes within a year a, a year a year and a half they go through terrible amounts of depression terrible amounts of mental anguish i've seen it happen to too many youtube like all all these youtubers now have it why do they have it because they're not built for the spotlight they're not made for the spotlight their body can't handle the the mental anguish and the mental stress like for me i could go live five to six days a week not even blink not even blink okay and not even get tired because i've been doing this for 15 plus years my body's been acclimated to in condition to do this a regular person is not they may go on adrenaline and all this stuff like i i, I mentioned for a month a couple of months it's fine but when the crash happens and believe me it's gonna happen it's going to leave the youtuber in a very very dark place and we see it all the time and that's why why i mean a, a full star because of the door to fame that's not even there yeah if that makes sense at all yeah no it does yeah, it makes no. a lot of sense makes a lot of sense and I, I think that, that that could happen regardless of which industry you're in, though, because because I, I think it, it happens more prevalently in YouTube because you could go from, you know, humble beginnings to going viral and then getting huge numbers and, you know, the, 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 well, the fame I'll, I'll and give you, all of that starts happening. I'll give you one example. I could give you one example of this. Uh, his name is totally not Mark, if you guys recognize the name. Uh, and he's a person that does Dragon Ball Z commentary. He uh, talks about Dragon Ball Z manga. He talks about Dragon Ball Z. And one day, one day, Dragon Ball Z, uh, I mean, Toy hit him with a copy with, I mean, well, let me, let me see. Uh, uh, copyright infringements. A hundred, a uh, hundred copyright strikes on his videos. Um his his, uh, his his videos didn't have any Dragon Ball Z like video music or whatever. He was just talking about Dragon Ball Z, but Toy hit him with these copyright strikes, right? And <laughs> you saw the literal deterioration of him when he was giving updates, right? And he was talking about, you know, if somebody like Stephen Colbert talks about Dragon Ball Z, um toy doesn't do anything but if i talk if i do something on my channel about dragon ball z they hit me and that is a perfect example of the false door yeah toy isn't going to go after stephen colbert because he's a somebody yeah. 
He he works in entertainment. He has a show. He has millions and millions and millions and millions of fans. Toy wouldn't dare go after Stephen Colbert. They go after you because they can. And that, that that's gross. And I agree that's wrong. But that's just how it is. And that's just a prime example of somebody just not knowing enough and shouldn't be in the position he is because when something like that happens, he's not educated enough, he doesn't have the strength to comprehend what's going on and how, how. why am I being picked on? Why doesn't they do this to this person? Why do they not do it to this show? Because they're a somebody, you're a nobody. And that's just, that's that's one of the examples uh, I, I can give out. Uh, another example of the other way going about, uh, Benny the Comic Storian. He is a comic book audio narration channel, right? So he got copyright striked a bunch of times. But he, because he, he's an entertainer, he said, look, I'm getting copyright striked, but we're going to work around it. And I know... Uh, uh, I know that's just how it is. I'm a smaller fish than all of these other cats, but we're going to work with these companies and try to try to please them. And and that's just a person knowing how the cookie crumbles, right? He knows that, yeah, dude, I'm, I have a YouTube channel. I'm essentially just a guy with a number behind my name. That's it. So those are just two examples of one axe going one way and one example going the other way. If that makes any sense. Look, it, it does make sense. It, 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 but but I, I think that that could be an isolated incident, possibly. I, I know that there's a lot of cases like this as well. But um, the reason why it was so heartbreaking for it, in this particular case with the Dragon Ball Z um, to totally not mark, um, I think that in his case, it was it was heartbreaking because he took away the one thing that he could, you know, that, that one thing that that was his, you know, um, because I can understand that mm. when somebody takes away something that's yours, you feel completely broken down by, especially when you build when you build something from scratch and it becomes a, a success and people actually enjoy it, and then now somebody decides, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna throw you with copyright infringements and you know take it away from you. Yeah, like you I know, totally um, agree. I totally agree with you. I, I that dude, that's wrong, yeah. but. That that's the yeah. way the cookie crumbles. That's I mean, they can do that, and you got to be aware of it, and you've got to adjust. And he he he's like, I built my business around this, and that's just another yeah. instance of somebody not just not knowing enough. Like, why why did you yeah. build your your thing around some something that toy co copyrights people all the time for, whether you have the music or yeah. or just talk about the show? I mean. That's just how it is. That's just that in in people in entertainment, they know that. We we know that. Now, obviously, uh, I'm a very smart man, but I still try to uh, have uh, copyrighted music. I will freely admit that, but I know. And you know, I have my I have my team saying, "You know better than that. Get it off." I'm like, okay, it was really cool. Um, but <laughs> but that's me going. I know. You know. And that's yeah. why you like YouTube should do more better of a job doing more. It's like, look, don't do this as your full-time job. 
Like, do not do this. Like, don't do this. Yeah. Right? And it's YouTube. I, I freely admit, it, this is 100% YouTube problem. YouTube has put themselves in this position, right? Um, before, YouTube was just like sharing pictures of your cat and sharing videos of your cat. And then it evolved. It's like Uber. It's like Uber. Uber, before it was a, 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 a something for you to do on your side, but you have people now doing this at their, as their full-time job, which is fucking insane and stupid, right? So, uh, YouTube, is, I, I freely admit this is YouTube's fault, right? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's YouTube's fault because the thing is, like, YouTube is just a platform. It's it's just it's it's a place where it's like you can do this and like yes okay you can develop fame or you can yeah. make it your full time job, although most probably Fair. you should not Fair. do that. But it's not YouTube's place for them to say no, Fair. don't do That's that. Fair. You know. They can't, they can't, they, they're not telling you, okay, well, they, they're telling you, okay, don't show blood, yeah. otherwise you're going to get demonetized or whatever. But they're not yeah. telling you not to show yeah. blood, you understand? So they can't tell you, like, yeah. what to do. They just can say, okay, we're just not going to pay you for this, but yeah. you can still do it. You can still I do whatever like, you want. You know. They're not your employer. Yeah. They're not I, your I, I mother. Mean, I, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And I would I would say to that, then maybe they should have they shouldn't monetize anything then like that monetization is like you get zero 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 point one percent of a cent and like i i feel like maybe if if youtube wants to cut back on this and obviously they don't they want to expand on this they should have it so people can just just make the videos and not worry about like monetization like don't worry about because that leads into leads into like you know oh i'm I'm getting monetized and you know oh, i'm going to be famous which you know that's a as we talked about that's a problem you've got to look at the business model yeah. the business model is that if people are encouraged to to uh if pe people need encouragement yeah. to be on the platform yeah and the platform needs content to bring in more people. Yeah. Uh, so mm. the only way to 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 encourage more people to come in and watch yeah. is to encourage more people to then create, and that's where the monetization is. That, that's how the business model is is structured because yeah. it benefits everybody involved. Yeah. That that is the business model of yeah. YouTube that encourages more of this line of yeah. thinking and encourages like this type of just people pushing out whatever yeah. and just like, you know, seeing where it yeah. goes and trying to push the boundaries of, of how far they can take yeah. things to gain attention because attention is the commodity, mm -hmm. you know, once you have that attention, then you can do a whole bunch of things with it. Yeah. Like they turned it into a business venture pretty much where YouTube is just like, they're hardly getting money from YouTube anymore, you know? It's now turned into an endorsement deal or uh, a sponsorship deal or, you know, they, they push some product on you that, that helps yeah. them get rich really quickly. And, 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 and that's, that's also another problem is that people get exponentially rich. There's no limit to how far you can take it. So people always want to see how far you can take it.
Yeah, that's you fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, like the one thing about YouTube that people also like have a difficult like okay, YouTube is like TV and it's like radio and it's like a whole bunch of thing in the sense that when it comes to sponsorships, when it comes to yeah. endorsements, people care about numbers. So YouTube now becomes a numbers game. Because how else will you be able to show success without it? Yeah. You know, um, like usually a lot of the times, if, even in radio, even in podcasting, even in TV, whatever the case may be, when you, go, when you approach a sponsorship deal, they'll always ask you, but, what are your numbers? Will it be worth it? Invest between in the, I'm sorry to cut you off. There's a difference between sponsorships on no TV problem. and ads and sponsorships on YouTube. Here's the secret that no one will will tell but i'm going to i'm going to give it here these sponsorships that they're handing out to youtubers are a scam they usually get between 100 to 500 dollars and the youtubers are usually happy with that and they think that's real money in a in a sense if we break this all down if we break this all down all down okay if I'm in the studio, and if I'm doing a show, and I'm breaking all this down, right, to dollars and cents, right? That's nothing. If, if I, Because I pay myself all the time. I watch my hours and all that kind of stuff. That, if, if a sponsorship said, if, if a company said, we're going to sponsor you for $500, that's literally nothing. That's probably, that pays for the week. That's it. That's that's nothing. And these YouTubers, they don't do that, though. They think $500 is is a lot of money, which is not. And it's a scam. And that's a scam all all on its own. That's a scam all on its own. We're not we're not talking about hundred thousand dollars. These YouTubers are getting. We're not even talking about 10, 20, 50,000. We're talking about 100, 500, $600 max. Um, and these companies, meanwhile, are raking in hundreds and hundreds of million and million of dollars off of these YouTubers. And that just goes to uh, what we were talking about before about the, 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 the imaginary door. Because if you're not trained, if you're not like if you've not gone up and down the roads, if you haven't dealt, dealt with producers, directors, all this kind of stuff, then you don't know $500 to somebody. It can be a lot of money, but I know that's nothing. That is nothing. So when Sony, so when Camcom, so when Nike reaches out to these YouTubers, so we're going to sponsor you, they might be doing it for $500, and that YouTuber might be thinking it's a lot of money and building their whole company around that, which is fucking dumb. Yeah, I can uh, I can understand that the majority of these companies do exploit YouTubers on like giving a certain percentage while they profit yeah. millions from obviously people viewing their the channels and they obviously go so, oh well this guy is promoting uh, say for instance um, just a uh, Coke yeah. and then people would obviously go and buy Coke yeah and so obviously that would increase the sales in that company yeah. but they're only getting a certain percentage of it. Mm -hmm. So it's basically take, exploiting and taking advantage of YouTubers. Yeah, because YouTubers yeah. don't take the account of 
of the math, right? And how it works is I, this is like tell when I teach, um, when I give advice like this, I always say, when you start anything, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay yourself. So measure out how much you're gonna give yourself an hour, right? And once the week is over, once the day is over, price that out, right? And find out what you pay yourself what would you pay yourself for instance i probably get i i cut myself a rate i cut myself a deal on the network or i'll or else nothing would get done right i get but i get paid like more than anybody on the network right um but that's but that's but that's me that's because i i know to be successful you got to do that and then when i i give advice i'm like look you got to learn how much you're worth because if you don't learn that, then a company or whoever comes along can scam you. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what to say no to and what to say yes to. Yeah, for for uh, I'll give you an example. So a company that I will not name on this podcast reached out to me a couple of months ago and wanted to sponsor me uh, for incredibly low amount. Uh, I'm gonna get the number here. Wait, I have it here. Seven hundred and eighty dollars um for the for 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 the month that's for the month i said no and they're like why that's a lot of money that's not a lot of money you make a lot more than that that's that's not a lot of money mm. and i gave the figure of uh a sponsorship for the month of around five thousand dollars still that's cheap but still that's a lot of money i can do a lot of things for that and they're like they're like no and i'm like i guess i guess we're done here then. So you got to learn, yeah, you got to know absolutely. how much you're worth. That, that's good advice. Um, like this is the type of advice that, that I was getting over our phone call that I think is detrimental yeah. to anybody who's starting a channel out there and thinking that they can actually get rich off of this. You can't, it's just not going to happen. If you're not passionate happen. about this, if, you're not, if you don't enjoy, yeah, it, 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 if it does happen, it will take yeah. forever, but it, it probably or most likely, million, yeah. yeah, like most probably like, you have a higher chance of being shot up into the moon or being shot up into Mars and surviving it than you do <laughs> being successful in this craft or in this YouTube platform. I would say, you know, mm. um, I would recommend if somebody wants to start a channel or any, any like that, go to uh, open mic night or start, start from the bottom because if you want to do this, you gotta, you gotta learn the skills to make you sep be separated from everybody else, right? So uh, you got to start from the bottom, and that's starting with open mic nights, and that's getting into performing and getting into entertainment if you really want to do it. Go up and down the road. Know what it's like to lose. Know what it's like to fail. Know what it's like to be in the middle. I've lost hard. I've lost so much. But that's good for me. Because now I know what it's like to lose. I know what it's like to succeed. And I can succeed without getting it, getting too big of a head. So I, I would say that. Um, but that, that in itself, that is a long journey. Uh, if you're, you want to start a YouTube channel, if you, you think you're going to be big and famous uh, because of YouTube, uh, again, that goes to the, the, just the imaginary door that YouTube opens that's you're not going to get famous 
if you if you think you're gonna get famous just based on the number beside your name, do something else because that's false fame. Yeah, like I just want to touch back on something you just mentioned earlier. On you did mention that you you've gone through a lot, like you've lost a lot. Are you comfortable with sharing? Like what you mean by that? Oh, like, sure. Yeah. What were the challenges uh, sure. that you went through? Uh, in in uh, in my YouTube channel, I'm not gonna name names. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. And sometimes, back then, I was too stubborn for my own good. But there was there was a time that uh, we all went to a movie, and the thing was when we did movie reviews, we did them on the same day it, they came out, which would be very 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 popular popular in a sense of 150 to 250 views um so we went to to the we went to the theater we went inside the, we went inside and we watched um we watched the uh, blade blade runner 2049 um and i we came out and uh, a person that uh was with me uh was asking uh how did you like uh, the movie, and I told her uh, my opinion of the movie. The movie is too long. This movie is not going to make any money, but it was a really good movie. And she said something incredibly insulting to me outside in public, in in public. Um, and but she was dealing with a massive migraine, and her boyfriend wanted to take uh, uh, wanted to take her home. And I'm like, go go ahead. Go take home, go um, home and deal with them. We'll 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 deal with the show. There was like two of us left, uh, and when she was leaving, I told one of my one of my employees, "I'm like, she's done. She's done. You cannot talk to me like that." I fired her the next day, and her boyfriend quit as well. Now, in hindsight, I should have talked to her, and I shouldn't have made that brash yeah. decision. I freely admit I was in the wrong, uh, but I, I I feel like both parties uh, uh, were. I'm a Greek. I get. I have a little bit of Irish in me, so I get. I I, I have a hot temper. I have a hot temper, um, but I I, I freely admit like I not. I should have. She had a mass migraine. I shouldn't. I should have said. Well, she had a migraine. She should have and she it did. Better. She apologized to me, uh, and you know. I didn't see both of them for uh, a year and a half. I thought I lost some very good friends. Um, and the channel, what it was, was not fucking worth me losing friends over. Um, so yeah, we made up, everybody made up, and we're closer friends. But that's that's that that's 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 me that's my biggest uh my biggest fail and the youtube as a whole because i was i was pretending to be someone i wasn't and my friend had to talk me down from that it was in florida uh i was looking at the numbers we were like 100 i think 180 subscribers at the time and i was looking at the numbers at uh, the analytics uh, and he talked to me. He's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And he's like, "He's a, he was a stand-up comedian at the time." And I'm like, "Well, I'm looking at like our analytics." And he took my phone. He's like, "I gotta talk to you, some bro." And he's like, "You're not a content creator. You're not an amateur. 
you're a full-blown performer. You're a voice actor. You're a method actor. You're a comedian. You don't need this shit, right? You just need a mic in your hand and people will come. That's why people aren't coming to your channel because you're trying to, you're trying to play a role that you're not. And once you learn that, you'll, you'll be good to go. I was doing a lot of things. I was writing. I was doing the YouTube channel. I had no time for a podcast, but I went live with the YouTube channel. Um, I, no, no, I went on live with Facebook. It was called Entering the Cave with the Caveman, episode one. And it was live, and I felt the caveman coming out. I felt that hilarious caveman persona coming out. And I was really able to express myself. Yeah. And after the the show was done, the sh show had reached 75 people. Like, I had 75 live viewers. Uh, and I, and it, like, triple anything, anything the YouTube channel had. It just blew everything out of the water. Then after that, I went forward with the, with the podcast, uh, as well as my other responsibilities. And I can remember this is, uh, before COVID, I was in my bedroom. I was looking up. Uh, everything was going well on Facebook. And I just said, what about if we, I just have this idea. What about if we moved that idea that I have for the YouTube channel over to Facebook? And I'm like, that's going to be months of work. That's going to be, it's going to be hard figuring out the structure of everything. Should I do it? And I, as I was talking myself into it, I said, yeah, I want to do it. I, I, I want to do it. I, this is a challenge. Nothing is like, nothing is like this on Facebook. There's no one person the place you go there's no no one group you can go to have movie reviews tv shows and all this kind of stuff and more i talked with my senior producer about it and she's like let's give it a try so we went about uh making uh must see tv a reality on facebook uh and then the group came about because facebook says if you put this in a group we won't bother you. Actually, we'll help you. So we put this in a group. Uh, and I started uh, to get uh, uh, recognized by a lot more people. Nobody knew who I was on Facebook. And we've been uh, doing that ever since. And we've been growing uh, every month. And I'm really, really happy about uh, how everybody uh, seemed to uh, like what we're doing. Uh, you know, Now we have like uh, art directors helping us that actually work in the industry. His name is Paul Ash Ashley. Shout out to Paul. Uh, he actually works in, in Hollywood. He worked on some of the, the some of the TV shows that people watch now. I can't mention uh, because I'm instructed not to mention. Um, but he actually works in Hollywood. He, and he works in the entertainment business and he works on our group. We have an actress, uh, Lily Bowman. Shout out to Lily Bowman. She actually... Uh, helps out in the network as well. Uh, we're just so fortunate for everybody to to like what we're doing, and we're so thankful that people actually like our like the programming so far. I must say, like um, I've, I've I've watched oh, I've watched yeah. your programming, and it's really good. It's really Thank really you. good. Um, the way that it's the way that it's put together. I mean, the business model of it is it's it's um, simplistically well put together, where where it can be executed very very yeah. well. And 
why what, what the reason why i like your show a lot is because it's similar to to how i do things yeah. here um whereby like the people that are involved in this show are people that are close to me and that are incredibly passionate about um about what they do and about being on the show as well i've got claire who's my best friend and who i love and care about and she's part of the show and she she's she's been apart from this she's been a part of the show from like the very beginning and brooks immediately like yeah. immediately like from the first episode contacted me he's he's our sound engineer and our and our and our editor and he was like i can help out with the sound engineering and um you know here who who has been like an incredible support um from from the beginning as well said you know what like i'll be on the show as well i'll support however i can and um yeah like the only, the only thing was like finding the time yeah. and, and space and everything to actually get it, everything put together because there's been so many factors that have stopped people from like being a part of the show, whether it's load shedding, a phenomenon yeah. that only happens Correct. in South Africa. Yeah. Or <laughs> there is, <laughs> there is, um, third world there problems, is, yeah. yeah, third world problems. Um, or, or there's some, some, some form of, of event that, that stops us from, yeah. from recording, but it doesn't stop, it doesn't stop us um from recording in general period like we're still able to put together a show that we that we're not only passionate yeah. about but we're happy with the reason why i fell in love with your show was because you you're also surrounded by the by similar people who who are incredibly passionate about not only about their job yeah but they're also incredibly passionate and they believe in yeah. you well thank the you person who's put this this whole thing together thank you well and um yeah it's 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 incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to like take too much of your time because I know that you do yeah. have a show to prepare for, but, uh, I, I did want, <laughs> I did want to ask, right. Before, before it is that we leave, what is the message that you would like to pass on to, to the people that are want to, that, that want to do something similar to, to what we're doing? Um, just, there's no substitute for like practice, like practice, practice, practice. Um, it's, it's, it's like everything you got to practice, you got to practice, um, and practice some more and practice some more and practice some more. It's a rinse and repeat, um, talk in front of a mirror, talk in front, talk in the shower, talk by yourself, uh, just talk, just constantly talk, 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 and practice what you want to do, practice what you want to say, um, and also put together a plan of how you want to do this. For instance, uh, how I always envisioned what I do and what we do on the network is looking across from me or looking across from anyone and saying, that's a dude that I could picture sitting down and having a cup of coffee with and just and just talking about this movie. And I feel like I'm going to get the same kind of uh, interaction and that's that's the model that uh, we practice um, we could definitely do more flashier things and and we are like setting up like in the future new cameras and stuff but that model essentially will never ever go away but that's a plan that I've had from the beginning so I would say make a plan practice and repeat no one's perfect. No one is asking you to be perfect. Just be 
entertaining. And the way that you're going to achieve that is practice. Practice makes perfect. And that's what I would say. Christopher, Caveman, you have been an inspiration Aww. to us here. And, um, <laughs> that, was profo- yeah. that was profoundly amazing. Aww. That was absolutely phenomenal. And it came from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, uh, uh, guys, catch Mercy TV Network at 5.30 Eastern, and that would be 6, 7, 8, 9. 11.30 here in <laughs> yeah. Africa. Yeah. You can always catch the rebroadcast. <laughs> so, you can always catch the rebroadcast. Um, it airs every single day yeah. from Monday to Friday, live. Please go check them out. Yeah. They are incredible. Uh, I wouldn't oh. be endorsing them if they weren't. Oh. Please go check them out. Also, um, keep, keep, your, keep, keep your ears out for the um, yeah. HBW, the, yeah. the wrestling draft. Claire, would you like to plug in anything? I guess I'd just like to plug my Instagram. Like, I only have 200 followers, guys. So, I mean, like, I'm shamelessly asking for likes. <laughs> Listen, I'm faith uh, Just go follow Claire, me. Claire, we, 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 just, we, just, we just spoke about the number game and how that could lead to, to, to anxiety. And, like, <laughs> but hey, by all means... Go ahead, plug that in. I don't take warnings. I learn from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Africans don't like to listen, so it's it's cool. We, we're hard headed that way. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I wanna I wanna get like uh, people's. Um, uh, um, opinions like I'm actually thinking about starting my own <sighs> gaming channels and or nail art channels. So I mean, if that's something that someone would want to see, uh, just like yeah, drop us comments and be like, yeah, you should totally do that, or be like, no, you're totally boring, you shouldn't do that. So just let me know, gaming or nails or both. You could you could you do know. both. You could do both. A lot of people have been asking me to make nail art videos because they're like, how do you do that with your nails? And I'm just like, I. I have to show you. I can't. So a lot of people, like in real life now, have been asking me to make videos. Claire, Claire, so Claire. yeah, maybe I should start there. You should start there. Okay, Do guys. When I make my YouTube videos, I'll link them in the description box awesome. below. Ladies and <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, um, that that is the wrap up for our show. But Claire Claire's going to be doing the outro. Oh, by the way, before it is we end the show, I want you guys to know that we have just started a Patreon channel. Patreon is available in Africa, yo. <gasps> we have. We've got Patreon, so. <gasps> we're gonna. That's fantastic yeah. news! I'm so happy. We're gonna be linking our Patreon in, in the description as well. By all means, go and support nice. us, guys. Uh, we also okay. We can't set up a PayPal. Okay, I set up a PayPal, but fantastic. we got blocked for thirty days for some reason. I, I don't know. Please um, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us all on the all the platforms. Do all the YouTube things, yeah. All the YouTube things, things, plus all the things. Uh, do all do the those. Please do all those YouTube things on our other platforms. You know what? I'm even gonna put it out there. You guys can dislike if you or want to. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Just like, hey, just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do it. Just interact. <laughs> Tell me how ugly I look in the comments. Go for it. Just interact yeah. with us. <laughs> you're, the only, you're the only chick here, right? So if they're gonna be calling anybody ugly, it's gonna be us guys. I promise you in the future, Alex, if you're ugly, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you immediately. Uh, yeah, no, thank you for that. I, 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 I know how much restraint that will take out of you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So anyways, guys, um, thank you to Chris for, for joining us. Thank you to the caveman for being a part of this. You know, yeah. reaching out to me like yeah. that, like the way... And it was a yeah, good time. it was a really great time. And yeah. reaching out to us like Absolutely. that, it was, it was just Absolutely. amazing. Well, thank you guys for having me uh, on. I so appreciate you. Thank you once yeah. again. It's been fun. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Deep Meaningful Conversations. And stay deep, stay you. <laughs>